Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another Off the Grill podcast, the only show that has been referred to as a triple penetration of knowledge, humor, and timelessness. <sighs> Today's a rough one. Definitely going to be a rough one. Uh, well, actually, hopefully not. I mean, it's a rough day. But hopefully the show's not rough. And if I could fucking not be so laggy and fucking stupid looking. Well, I can't help the stupid looking part, but. Is it this slow for you guys? Yes, I will just fucking kill myself on screen. Let YouTube deal with it. If that's the case. <clears throat> but obviously there's a reason, you know, for uh, playing the old Scott Hall piece there. Um Apparently, over the weekend, he had three heart attacks and was on life support. Um, several hours ago, um, his family decided to take him off. Um, now, he didn't die immediately, um, so that's some small hope, I suppose. 
Oh, the upload is almost non-existent. That's terrific. So that would explain that. Um, <clears throat> you know, so yeah, I don't know. Uh, Yeah, so I don't know. This fucking internet shit, you need to let me know if it's fucking <clears throat> giving you issues on your end or if it's just my computer for some reason. But I'm not going to fucking do a show. I'll do it a different day. Um, I don't know why the fuck. I, I don't know. But anyway, to, to, you know, try to keep my bullshit in check. And, uh, you yeah, know, I'm thinking about his family's friends. Um, Kevin Nash posted on instagram last night which is kind of how everyone knew that uh, they were going to pull the plug on him and everyone kind of jumped the gun in the, the r.i.p i'm still holding out hope that he fucking he can kick out it too you know um scott hall was one of the man i'd like to say top five that might be overselling he's absolutely a top 10 professional wrestlers to ever grace the earth Great promo, great in-ring, fucking, you know, good size, charisma out the ass. Um, but what probably he's even better at than the actual performing, um, you know, the behind-the-scenes shit. He, everyone that I've ever heard, any any shoot interview, you know, anyone that's, that's crossed paths with him will say that he's got one of the greatest minds for the business and just listen to him do a shoot interview you could tell he's got fucking great ideas everything he makes sense everything he says makes sense um you know and he's a funny dude he's a nice dude i, I met him uh when was it shit man probably five years ago now somewhere around there uh, for uh what i didn't know at the time was a gcw show um, which is kind of embarrassing, but we didn't really stay for more than like one match, I think. But I got to meet him, and I am legitimately taller than Scott Hall, um, but the photo says otherwise because he was on his tippy toes. And uh, he's also kind of like pulling me into him, which, you know, would naturally bend my spine and shorten me. Um, he's God damn, he's a big fucker. <clears throat> um, it was kind of funny because I went with a, a couple friends, two of them former, um, but they brought those two brought him like they fucking basically did the arm swipe on the toothpick section of the uh, local grocery store, wherever it was down in South Jersey somewhere. And they just brought him to him. He's like, God damn, I'm never going to have to buy these again. I assume they stayed in that building, but it was still funny to see his reaction. He's getting like, Jesus Christ, these fucking marks. Bunch of goddamn dorks. Um, yeah, it's a rough one, man. Scott, Scott Hall, I mean, like, you know, he had his demons and shit, but he always seemed to be just a good dude that whose life was just kind of marred and tragedy. <clears throat> Um, you know, I mean, just kind of fucking moving around 
as much as he did as a child, you know, the military brat, I guess, right? Is that what they call him? I don't care. Um, and then the justified homicide. I think it was early 20s, I think, before he actually became a wrestler outside a nightclub in Miami, I believe. Um, you know, and just fucking the business, and it just got easier to, you know, different era, different different era of guy, human, you know, where it's easier just to fucking pop a couple of somas and, you know, drink a bottle of whiskey than uh, talk about your feelings. Um, so yeah, I told you guys to tell me if it sucked, and then I haven't looked. Picture is laggy. Okay. As long as the audio is fine, I don't really care that much. Um, all right. So, Dan, I got your question saved. I just want to catch up with the chat quick, and then we'll, we'll get to that. Oh, we got Mike the Fifth, real fifth beetle in the house. America's Daylight Savings brought me here. That's cool. Only a four-hour difference for the next week. Then we move forward an hour. Oh, you guys just do it at a different time? That's weird. I think we should get rid of that fucking shit altogether. We'll talk about that in a second. I got that on my list. Um... There's another one. Dan's the only one. Brings questions. Oh, we have Lauren with a nice question. Good to see you, Lauren. Can I get this queued up? Billy says, rest in peace, Scott Hall. I don't know that he's dead, though. Like, last I saw, and granted, that was at least an hour ago. Um, I got caught up in shit that he was still alive, just, you know. Um, you know, just off life support, but that he kept breathing once they did that. So, I mean, motherfucker, man, if anyone can kick out of that, it's fucking Scott Hall. You can't kill the bad guy. So, so apparently, yeah, because Billy brings this up. He got he had gotten a hip replacement, I think, within the last couple weeks, and uh, blood clot kind of fucking um, is what triggered those heart attacks, you know. And I didn't know this, but apparently, the older you get. The tougher it is, like you know, the more dangerous it is, I guess, to uh, have your hips or knees replaced. I think it's hips more than knees, but uh, so that's something for you to take into consideration, Billy. If you're having hip issues, get that fixed ASAP. You know, because you got about a year before you might as well just forget about it. There, big guy, big guy. Jamie Hart, hello. Good to see you. Mm-hmm. Lauren says, no, you look perfect. Better than ever. Well, that's so sweet. 
Yeah, this is really fucking annoying how slow this is going. The the lagginess is driving me up a fucking wall. I mean, thank God the fucking audio is fine, apparently. But yeah, like the down my download speeds, I had two hundred megabits for, per second, and it's finally now pushing up to ten for the upload. It was at like point eight before, so. Maybe it's getting a little better. I don't know. I'm going to just throw this fucking laptop and burn my house down. Yeah, Jamie says, she can hear me fine. The picture is laggy. No big deal. And uh, Mike says, he's amazed he lasts this long given his lifestyle. And that's kind of the thing with that um, 10.9. That's still fucking garbage. Like, I notice it a lot. Um, like Sam Kinison's a, a big example of people that like, like especially celebrities. I guess. I mean, I'm sure it happens to like regular folk too, but folk, some folk will never lose a toe. But like, they get clean, you know, after these fucking outrageous drug issues, and I feel like. Like Farley relapsed, I feel like. I think he had kind of gotten his shit together and then just fucking went too hard, too quick. And <clears throat> yeah, that's what did him in. But but you think know, like, like Kinnison kind of got his shit together and then just up, oh, car crash, I believe. Right? Yeah, but Scott Hall got his shit together. And luckily, you know, we got what, almost 10 years of clean or, you know, Sober or in recovery, whatever the fuck. I don't, all that shit's goofy to me. It's different. Like, you gotta put a, a name on it and say things about it. But, you know, he did get his shit together. You know, and maybe he relapsed. So there's always rumors of, oh shit, he's off the wagon, blah, blah, blah. But, you know, at least he wasn't showing up to fucking shows doing, huh. Uh. But, Dan says Scott changed the business. If not top ten or top five, definitely top ten. Absolutely, I couldn't agree more with that. Uh, Mike says ladder match at WrestleMania ten. Not a big fan of that match. As blasphemous as this sounds, I like the SummerSlam '95 one a lot better. It's a more interesting match because they couldn't use the ladder as a weapon. Um, yeah, I just I think that's overblown. I think honestly, Sean and Brett had a better ladder match than Sean and Razor at Mania Ten. Um, and better than all of them to me is The Rock versus Triple H at SummerSlam '98. But that might just be because that's one of the like first matches I saw um, of The Rocks. Audio is perfect. Fucking A. Oh, cable channel 11. What's up, Jess Graham? Dan says it's nice that we when we gain an hour of sleep, but if we didn't fucking do this daylight savings nonsense in the first place, you'd never lose an hour of sleep. You're, you would just adjust to it, and that, that would be the way it was for the rest of time. It's an antiquated old fucking pile of bullshit. We'll get there. We'll get there. 
And Billy says, God damn it. Yeah, I, I, the fucking comments don't even come up. He has a, pay, a pacemaker, an internal defibrillator. That's all that's keeping him alive. Yeah, okay. And think about that. I think I knew it, but yeah, it's uh, oh, Mikey. What's up, Mikey? Yeah, fuck these comments. They're not going on the screen. It's taking too fucking long and it's driving me nuts. Howdy, Ben Grimm. What's going on? Orc in the house. What's up, brother? And Billy says it's always tougher to get any surgery the older you get. Okay. Jay says, What's up, Poindexter? And guess what that gets you? Blocked. You're blocked. You can't watch my fan film. <clears throat> Orc with a great question that, again, I fucking stupid and don't know when to stop clicking on things. He asks, did you download any porn lately? No, I haven't. Because porn is immoral. It's for the devil. <laughs> so another one from Mikey. Questions? I got a bunch of questions. Jay is a noob is probably the most accurate thing that I've ever seen in the comments. Shouts out Orc for that one. All right. So, we'll get to Lawrence first. We'll get this one out of the way. Question, what is your take on the Ryman hypothesis? My take is, it's a bunch of German gobbledygook, and I bet he was a fucking Nazi. He can beat it. I hope you like the answer. Damn, we'll get this one out of the way. He asks, stop, just stop clicking on him. Does Cody show up on Raw tonight in Jacksonville? And my answer to that is I don't give a fuck. I truly could not care less about what Cody fucking Rhodes does. In the WWE, in AEW, in Ring of Honor, in New Japan, I don't care. He's fucking boring. He's like a middle-of-the-pack fucking guy at the very best. He's not interesting. And his wife's a cunt. Had to take the shot because I'm a bad person. Stop. It's such fucking muscle memory to click on these stupid fucking things. Dan asks, what is your favorite Scott Hall match slash moment? I mean, I, I legitimately love his fucking Hall of Fame speech, the whole thing. You know, because it's, it's, it's absolutely, it's, Scott Hall through and through. You, you know, he went in as Razor Ramon. It doesn't matter. Um, that that fucking last line, man, he hits it perfect. It's and it's so fucking poignant. And I do love that. Um the whole as much as the match wasn't great, the, the Scott Hall Stone Cold rivalry was fucking sweet. Um say what you will about how the NWO kind of fizzled out quickly in, in WWE, but they came in with a lot of fucking momentum and they all looked like killers. You know, even Hogan, who I've never been a fan of. Um, and I mean, fuck, dude, the, the initial WCW invasion promo is 
that is for sure a top five wrestling moment all time. You know, that's when Dan talked about how Scott changed the business. That's one of the fucking, the, the biggest ways that whole storyline. And if you didn't have a guy that good to fucking kind of kick it off, it doesn't, it doesn't go over as well as it did. Um, you know, and then you had fucking big daddy. Cool. You know, a couple months after that to fucking up the coolness factor, just, you know, just immeasurably really. And it's dumb, but the uh, the fuck is it called? The uh, crybaby match she had with the one, two, three kid. It's stupid, but I, <laughs> it's fucking fun. You know, it's that awful mid nineties WWF new generation shit. You know, there's there's some unintentionally cool shit there. And then Mike the Real Fifth Beetle asks my favorite wrestling drinking story. And I don't have me if I can find it quick. It's a it's actually it's a story from a Kevin Nash shoot. I think it's him. He's talking about Rick Rude. Um give me a couple seconds. If I can find the quotes. So you can't search a profile now? Is that a thing? I don't know why they can't just leave shit alone. Let's update things. There it is. They hit it. God damn it. There we go. Here it is. So this is from Nash. He said, he asked me two questions. The first one was, do you take pills? And I said, no. The second one was, do you smoke weed? I said, yes. So he said, I'll drive the first 30 miles long enough for my pills to kick in. And you roll as many joints as you can. Um, and like, that's just, you know, like a quote from a shoot interview like it's not a whole story but it's just like the funniest fucking thing to me uh and it's such a great kind of embodiment of that era of like the backstage era of wrestling then you know oh shit Corey ross what's up oh jay's crying because he can't watch my fan film and says they just changed his name to Gunther. I don't know who you're referring to in that capacity. Jamie has a question. She asks, do you dip pizza in blue cheese? And the answer to that is a resounding, yep. Uh, Dan says he dips his in ranch. And as long as that's all you're dipping in ranch is pizza, I think I can fucking let that slide. I'm still, I'm not a fan of ranch, but I mean, I guess that's all right. Like, I've done it. Um, when I was homeless, I would buy the uh, little ranch cups at the 7-Eleven to take care of the rest of that pizza if it got, if I didn't finish it all and it got cold. 
I would just take them. I wouldn't pay for them either because fuck them. I'm not paying 50 cents for a fucking two ounce cup of ranch. Or a dollar. They weren't 50 cents. Go fuck yourself. Jamie says her cousin puts ranch on everything. Dan says the crybaby match was hilarious. Dan says for what it's worth, they are saying Cody is at Raw for what it's worth. I'll reiterate, I don't give a fuck. And I just like, I don't care. I don't care about WrestleMania. There's there's some, um, you know, there's some solid matches, but yeah, I'm not like, I gotta, I'm going to kick off work so I can watch it. Like, I'll catch it some other time, maybe. Or I won't. Who cares? Um, Billy says, blue cheese smells like my nutsack in the middle of summer. Well, like like actual blue cheese. Yeah, like just the, the cheese. Sure does. Um, I don't know. Usually... Usually it doesn't smell like anything, like a dressing. Mikey says, I'm just happy that he came out on top. Okay. <clears throat> on top and on his feet, not laying down due to his circumstances. Two-time Hall of Fame badass, outsiders, NWO, Wolfpack, etc. Respect. Mikey kind of fucking really summed up what it took me a half hour to say, huh? James says pizza dipped in Rudy's blue cheese. I'm not a big fan of Rudy's, to be totally honest. It's not bad. Like it's better than like fucking Wishbone or Ken's or something. But I think Wishbone blue cheese dressing might be the absolute worst blue cheese dressing on the planet. Lauren asks, do tardigrades look make good pets? And no, they look like fucking organic robots. They're creepy. <sighs> Mike says, where's Bray Wyatt right now? I don't probably eating something or drinking something. Some fucking. Um, some really heavy beer. He's on that AEW diet there, folks, is what I'm trying to say. Even though he's not with the company, I think he's he's preparing. Dan says, I prefer blue cheese crumbles over the dressing. Yeah, like on a salad for sure. The, the crumbles are nice. You know, I don't, I'd never think to put blue cheese on a fucking salad. Um, shout out Zoa, The Rock. Mana. It's about strength. It's about power. It's about fucking a young man in his butt. Uh, Dan says he's making a horror movie. and yeah, no, whatever. Who cares? I like Bray Wyatt. I don't give a fuck about The Fiend. So, I don't know. Like I, I always like Bray Wyatt. So, hopefully this movie comes to fruition and it ends up being, like, really nice. Some fucking something actually cool. That'd be, you know, because he acts well enough, he could make a living doing horror movies pretty easily. Uh, where else are we? 
Ben Grimm says, I like blue cheese crumbles. On, oh, I think, fuck, did I miss Holiday Styles? we got to give a shout-out to Holiday. Don't see him too much around these parts, at least not live. Um, ben says, I like blue cheese crumbles on a burger. I do, too, um, so long as they've been properly steamed and melted onto the fucking burger. I've been to, like... One place in my life when I ended up working there that actually would steam the fucking blue cheese. Every other place you get like a bacon blue burger and they just, here's your crumbles and then everything just fucking falls off. It's it's common sense that they just absolutely do not have um, most places. There's laziness, lack of training, whatever the fuck it is. I hate it. It needs to stop. Steam the cheese on your burger, you dumb cunt. All of you. Oh, man. So this is literally four minutes ago breaking from WWE. WWE is saddened to learn that two-time Hall of Famer Scott Hall has passed away. WWE extends its condolences to Hall's family, friends, and fans. That's a fucking bummer. Um, yeah, so Corey is correct when he says that his brother just texted him and said that Scott was... Corey's brother is correct. Corey was always correct. I mean, unless he's a liar. You know, and his brother never texted him, but. Oh boy. Um, Mikey says, watch Good Time and Uncut Gems. The Safety Brothers are fire. Only seen Uncut Gems. I like that quite a bit. One of those fucking goofy looking motherfuckers is. Uh, in licorice pizza plays a homosexual man yeah that, that tweet kind of fucking took the sales out of things because I mean a I've I've prattled on for much longer than I expected to but I mean if anyone deserves it So the biggest dick in Chicago brought the uh, St. Patrick's Day parade back over the weekend. Oh, Lori Lightfoot, the menace. The menace, Lori Lightfoot. Which that's all in good. That's fun, you know. But what's not fun and what I will not fucking tolerate is the cultural appropriation by this woman. Big as her dick might be, I will not stand for it. Walking around traditional Irish garb. I'm not allowed to wear a dashiki. She can't wear that fucking little skirt. Go make up some fake Yelp reviews again. Stupid. I couldn't find any good video of her fucking around. Plus, with the 
the state of my internet, apparently. Um, it's probably for the best. So I just, you know, cultural appropriation aside, I think she is the person that we need in charge um, to really right the ship. You know, the ship that is the United States of America. Um, really just bring both sides together as one. And she'll fuck Putin right in the mouth. There's no doubt about it. Putin, Winnie the Pooh, they're all getting deep dicked by the menace. Lightfoot 2024. I'm fucking... I'm getting shirts printed up right now. Corey Ross says Musk versus Putin. Who you got? Yeah, I'm, I'm again. My answer for everything in regards to politics now is either Logan Paul for president or Lightfoot for president. And along with that. Lori Lightfoot is just going to make a run in on any any and all political discourse and just beat the shit out of people. Not with her hands, but with that massive schlong. She's just swinging it around like a fucking billy club. She says, hit him with that stinger, Lori. <laughs> Billy says, say Beetlejuice three times, and she goes back to limbo. Watch Beetlejuice over the weekend. Doesn't hold up. I mean, it's a fine, it's all right. I guess I shouldn't say it old. It's it's as good as it ever was, which is fine. Um, I think too much stock gets put into it. Um yeah, I mean, Michael Keaton's like the, the movie's fine. I like most of the performances. It's just kind of like it just kind of. Winona Ryder's cool. I don't like Gina Davis though. Like I, I liked her in uh, "A Long Kiss Goodnight," right? Is that the one with Samuel Jackson. I just watched it. Whatever the fuck. Uh, Lauren says he strongly agrees. Burton films don't age well. Yeah, it's just, it's, you know, the fucking, uh, the fat guy, Glenn Shaddix. I like him. And I guess I forgot that uh, he was in Heather's because I watched that too, or we watched that. <clears throat> so that just kind of me like, oh, I got to watch Beetlejuice because she hadn't seen Beetlejuice. And now I wish that I still hadn't shown that to her. Yeah. That's where we are, I guess. So, <laughs> what the fuck? We watched uh, um, the Midnight Alley, whatever the fuck. Nightmare Alley. That's what we watched. Nightmare Alley, ladies and gentlemen. Went it was fine. Two and a half hours again. You know, I mean, I always bitch about the, the length of movies and shit, but it, it was fun. It was just like a really fucking high-budget Tales from the Crypt episode. Um, I dug it. But, like, as soon as Willem Dafoe started talking about, like, you know, getting the... uh, finding himself a geek, like, oh, I know how that's gonna go. 
Well, Lauren, I, I, I'm talking about the two and a half hour recent one. So that would be the remake, I would imagine. Unless there's some weird time conundrum that you're dealing with. Um. So, yeah. So that was like Friday and Saturday. There's different movies. Just having fun. And we spent all day, the whole, pretty much the whole staff sitting in the office watching shitty movies on Amazon Prime. And there are some bad ones. I don't remember all. We, we tried to watch some like bullshit, some old, awful Edgar Allan Poe adaptation. It was just super boring and nothing happened. Like it was so fucking boring. I couldn't even like comprehend the words they were using because it's just like nothing was sticking. Um, I think we watched three of them. Saturday afternoon, we watched Hellraiser with the rest of the staff, and we made one of the women that made one of the women walk out of the office and sit in the living room in silence. Um, some of the fucking I think did it for. She's a real old prude. Um, we watched Lamageddon. <clears throat> it certainly was interesting. Um, you know, it's a real piece of shit, but it was funny, you know. Uh, we also, what did we watch? Zombies. Zombies was like just fucking impossible to get through. I was just angry the whole time, and that kid's a little fucking bitch. I wanted her, wanted her dead. But she somehow smashed a koala in half with a bat. All right, Mikey. Take care. And if you're so inclined tomorrow, check his channel out. I think it's set for 8.30 in the East, Eastern Daylight Time, whatever the fuck. Um, check out his midnight stream. Forgot what I was talking about. So, and then uh, my favorite of these shitty Amazon Prime movies, Bloody Bloody Bible Camp. I like that so much, and that is 10 years old this year. That will be a uh, a live commentary very soon, like in a month or two, I think. Um, it's just like a real schlocky kind of low budgety pile of garbage, but it was a very, very good time. I don't know why I did that. Okay, but the, the bloody, bloody Bible camp made one of the other old ladies who just kind of laughed at Hellraiser and made her leave. Um, it was actually there's a there's a part where the weapon of choice for the killer goes into a, puts the weapon into an exit only. Well, thank you. I don't want to spoil anything. That's gonna be good fun for everyone involved. Um, that just she had to leave at that point, and I could do nothing but laugh.
His old women are dumb. Uh, what else? So yeah, I was screaming about daylight savings time earlier. Um, being that I was at work this weekend when we went ahead, and like I got paid for an hour that I didn't actually do, so that's cool. I like that. But when I worked at the bar, I'd always take the uh, the fall hour time change or whatever the fuck when daylight savings ends. I'd always take that day off because. They wouldn't. Well, they wouldn't pay you for that hour, that extra hour you worked. So fuck them. Find someone else to do your bullshit. But it's, it's 2022. There's no reason for that to even exist anymore. Um, I saw a lot of fucking Karens on Twitter bitching about the children. Won't somebody think of the children? Fuck your dumb kids. I hope they get run over in the dark. <clears throat> you know, again, it's 2022. We have these things called fucking vehicles, you know, motor vehicles with lights and there's cell phones and flashlights and all kinds of shit. So teach your dumb fucking kid you know, to utilize these fucking instruments and stay alive. You know, I mean, listen, maybe it's tragic when a kid dies. I don't think so. But maybe maybe I'm just fucking out of touch with reality. There's no maybe about that. Um, but yeah, man, I just don't give a fuck about your stupid kids. And frankly, I, I think that uh, if more kids died, the planet would be in better condition. You know, gas wouldn't be so high. I say we killed 10,000 children today as a sacrifice. So that I don't have to pay fucking almost $5 a gallon for gas. I got places to go, folks. Lauren says Benny Franklin disagrees. Yeah, well, fuck Ben Franklin. And Billy comes up with this tired old argument. It's for agricultural, construction workers, etc. to get the most out of the daylight hours. Yeah, don't care. Fuck him. You know, figure it out. Do something else. Again, invest in some lights. We live in a fucking society. You know, we're not fucking trying to get oxen out to the fucking field anymore. It's stupid. Jason, let's kill 20,000 old people instead. Hey, Cuomo, chill the fuck out. But I also agree. Let's kill 20,000 old folks, 10,000 kids. Let's make America great again for real this time. But, oh, yeah, we got a whole bunch of shit. Ben brought it up earlier. NFL free agency starts tomorrow, uh, but the legally legal tampering period started today, I believe, at noon Eastern. Um, so we'll have to, I'll pull this up, 
see a list of uh, free agency signings. Get the, get the tracker up there. Boy, do I wish my fucking internet, like, how much fucking more am I supposed to pay for internet? Just truly don't get it, and it's driving me up a fucking wall. Um, the Bills added some kind of just underrated pieces. Tim Settle, uh, Roger Saffold. Saffold hasn't been great. Um, but they signed him to a one-year deal. Hopefully, they can kind of uh, resurrect his career. Tennessee released him earlier this month, I believe. Miami made the fucking the signing of the year when they signed Teddy Bridgewater to a one-year deal. Um, I hope that he plays in about eight games. He wins his last four, unless they're against the Jets or the Bills, and then just a different four, um, just to keep them from having like the first overall pick, but. You know, not to be good. And then also they lose to the Bills and Jets twice each. <clears throat> they picked up Cedric Wilson, which is a pretty uh, pretty solid move, I think. Jets brought back Braxton Berrios, which is probably my favorite fucking move that they've made all year. Um, two years, $12 million, $7 million guaranteed. That's fucking way lower than, than the rumors of what his market, you know, would command. I think he's very important for Zach Wilson. Bringing LaMarcus Joyner back is a good move. McKen Tomlinson, moving from left to right guard, coming from San Francisco. Knows the offensive scheme. I think it's fucking amazing. Uh, CJ Uzoma, that's news to me. I didn't know that earlier. So we have a fucking pretty legit tight end now, which is another thing that will be good for Zach Wilson. The Jets are taking the AFC East this year, baby. Uh, old Titty Kisser Mitch Trubisky signed a two-year deal with the Steelers. I think that'll actually that might work out for fucking both sides. I think he's better off in Pittsburgh than he is in uh, New York with the Giants, so that's good. Jacksonville, old Tony Khan, still fucking mucking shit up there signs christian kirk to a four-year 72 million dollar contract and includes 37 million guaranteed with a max value of 84 million dollars which christian kirk was the third string or like the wide receiver three for the, the cardinals last year they've basically given him number one receiver money for no real reason at all evan ingram they brought in on a one-year deal that's probably a, a solid move. They brought in Brandon Scherf, who's missed fucking 22 games in the last four years. Um, good guard when he's healthy, though. Uh, we'll give him that. And unfortunately, they also signed Foley Fighter Casey, formerly of the Jets, a great interior defensive lineman. Uh, Three-year, $30 million. I can't, I can't be mad at that, man. Get your money, Foley. What is it about guys named Foley? They're so likable. Shit, what other big moves happened? Mike Williams signed a three or sixty million dollar deal, but that's not a 
Chargers traded for Khalil Mack over the weekend. And J.C. Jackson signed a five-year, $82 million deal coming over from the Patriots. Chargers are loading up. That rookie contract is on its way out. <clears throat> so... Got to load up and go for fucking. Go for the old uh, things, the words and stuff, whatever I was saying. Oh, yeah. Got to fucking load up for the, the uh, Lombardi trophy while you got Herbert on that rookie deal. Holiday style says I took seven grams of mushies, hit the DMT pipe a lot and drank everything for about three days watched fear and loathing loaded weapon high school high then played a lot of pool once my eyes refocused dan says tell us who unleashed the virus steak what virus are you talking about well johnny J says dr sauce what's up man good to see you john Orin says, question, would you rather have Joe Biden or 2022 share lick the lint out of your belly button? Must choose one. 2022 share. Um, as long as lick the lint out of your belly button isn't a euphemism, I don't want Joe Biden near me, like, at all. So, you know. <clears throat> I'll take the uh, giant half breed. All right. He says, Google share 2022. I don't know. She just looks like a broad. I don't know if these... She looks fucking... fake as she always has since I've been alive. I don't... I don't see what's so weird about her. I don't... I don't... I don't know. I'm not suggesting doing anything with her or to her, but... Oh, Brian Trash, what's up? Says howdy, Lord Steak. See, be more like Brian Trash, guys. Except be on time. He says Rogers is back. Go pack. <laughs> He's back, but Devontae's not, and they're way over the cap. Fifty million to a fucking prima donna that can't, you know, show up when it fucking matters. Holiday says, I have my fun and no one to get out if the crackheads turn up. Dean says, she is a bit ghoulish. I guess that's in refer reference to uh, Cher. Lauren says, have you watched any Yogi Babu films this week's take? You promised you would. I don't recall making any promises that I would do so, especially when both of you and Dan said that he's kind of a fucking talentless jerk off. But I do, I do really like the idea of, for fucking whatever reason, just like the Indian people really turning my pathetic fucking life into some weird cinematic universe. Holiday says, have you seen the blonde girl from Jackie Brown these days? Miss Fonda got pregnant and said, I give no fucks anymore. I haven't seen her because... Uh, haven't come across it but the uh big news from yesterday 
That's news I've heard all fucking offseason in the NFL. The GOAT, Tom Brady, is unretiring. Coming back for the 2022 season to uh, lead the Bucks hopefully back to the playoffs, hopefully to the Super Bowl. Um, and then either he'll lead them there to lose to the Jets or the Bills, which is my preferred scenario, or he wins another one for Fezzi against some fucking gay AFC team like the Chiefs or Chargers or someone. No offense to Ben Grimm. So, there's that. And Lauren is sending me links in the chat that I can't click on in StreamYard. So, thanks for helping. Oh, what else? Good. Now he's spamming the chat. That's what we like. What if I just sat here quietly for four minutes? I'm not going to do that. That's ridiculous. I'm starting to panic. Oh, I did have an idea today, and I think we're going to go ahead with that. We'll just announce her now. Um, I'm currently at 185 subs. Once Saucy gets to 200, I'm going to figure out a thing. Probably some kind of contest. I mean, it is a contest. I mean, that's that's what we're doing. Um but I don't know what form it's going to take, but it'll be, you know. Probably some kind of best comment wins or whatever the fuck. Or just, I don't know, comment on the video. I'll put names in a hat. That's probably the way to do it. That way it takes out the uh, the, uh, the potential bias. So... But once I get to 200, we'll do that. We'll figure that out. You know, the closer we get to that, the, the, the more set in stone I can make everything. The winner of this thing will be given a $20 Amazon gift card from yours truly. Um, every 100, I'll do that, and I'll add fucking $10 to it. Hopefully that doesn't bite me on the ass too hard but hey man if it's for views and subs and all that shit it's worth it <laughs> lauren asks what's your favorite type of hate crime i'm not allowed to talk about hate crimes anymore it's part of the settlement um this actually might get me in trouble but thanks thanks for helping
I don't really have anything else. Well, let's get the old twitter.com slash steak sauce OTG. Pop over there if you want. Follow the old boy. Uh, Patreon.com slash off the grill podcast. I think since I've been such a piece of shit, I'm going to schedule like a AMA or something. I don't fucking know. Just something dumb and extra to add. Just to apologize. Wipe the slate clean so I don't feel like I have to like pump out 80 different fucking things to make up for what I missed. I'll feel better. But that's that. And I know Gypsy's not here today, but The Faggot of the Opera! Cool. So I bet that fucked up for everyone. I hate my fucking life. Um, we'll say thanks to all my patrons. Big Crack Rock, Christian Hannah Horace, Morris and Doors, Nick Ridza, Jay the Stingray, Jess Graham, Orc145626, Daniel Shine, Lauren Dixon, Mr. Bombastic, Retrocack, The Daily Ghost, Slaughterport, Ben Yukonevich, Brian Trash, and Ben Grimm. I want to thank all you guys for being here live. And we'll see you next week. Rest in peace, Scott Hall. You were the fucking best. But that's it for me. Until next week, folks. Iris loves you. Hey, gang, don't forget to uh, like, subscribe, and share at youtube.com slash steaksauce92. Uh, you know, leave me a nice El Salvadorian free review on iTunes, Spotify, on that five stars, whatever. I don't know if Spotify does anything. By the way, Iris loves you.